The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Wake up, Spag. Go! Once again, on this Monday, as Meatloaf sang, two out of three ain't bad, because Bill Jones got called away on assignment. He was very apologetic, by the way. And he wasn't here to state that the Dallas Cowboys won the state championship of Texas on Sunday, beating the... Houston Texans, 27-23. Could this be considered a rivalry? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, well, as we talked about it, I think the Texans did because Mm -hmm. they certainly played like it. They sure uh, did. Stretching the Cowboys down to the last five minutes of the game Mm -hmm. before they could take control and win and get to ten wins and... Once again, we are sitting here saying a win is a win. doesn't matter how you get it as long as you get it. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there that weren't happy with the Cowboys' style points, but uh, they were good enough to overcome quite a few hurdles to be able to get that 10th win. First time since 95-96, they've had back-to-back seasons of double-digit wins. Oh, wow. How about that? Did not know that. Yeah. They didn't get Pretty any good. credit for it. If you No, listen. they're never going to get any credit. If, if you no. listen to talk radio, right? Um, you know, I, I, after watching that game, uh, I was really torn because, of course, you see the same bad habits coming into play right. at the same time of year which is extremely unfortunate and untimely. Uh, but I, I, I still got to feel good about that about our resolve. Right. I have to feel good about our resolve. I'm not going to throw away an entire game and, and look at it as a loss when if we would have lost, it would have been catastrophic. Right. We saved ourselves from catastrophe, but, man, the way we did it is like, Whoa, this is this is impressive. I mean, I, I, I don't want to feel so impressed in a game that we should have uh, blown out, but that last drive was impressive. And I guess I should say this is mid, mix shots with Everson Walls and <laughs> Mickey Spagnola. Without Bill Jones. DallasCowboys.com mm-hmm. in the SWBC podcast studio. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And, yeah, see, and here's sort of – What I wrote after it was like, don't sweat the first 55 minutes Mm -hmm. because the Cowboys didn't sweat the last five. Right. And what they did 
in the last five minutes with a goal line stop from the four-yard line. Yeah. And it wasn't like they drove down to the four. They ended up with an interception and got to the four-yard line. And in four plays, two of the four, the Cowboys caused minus uh, gains Mm -hmm. and then stopped them at the two-yard line on fourth and goal when they could have put the game away and gone up, what, 30-20. Who stopped them? Uh, on the fourth down play, yes. I believe it was Gallimore mm-hmm. and Anthony Boy, Barr. That's right. And Two they, guys that you really haven't <laughs> right? heard too much from this year. But enough on that play mm-hmm. to give the ball at the two-yard line with 349, 329 to go. Mm-hmm. And they commenced... On a 3.20 to go. Mm-hmm. 98-yard drive. Now, we spent, and I know it was a little bit different circumstance, but on Friday, talking 15 minutes about Baker Mayfield driving <laughs> the Rams 98 <laughs> yards in the final minute of the game to to score the winning touchdown. And Dak Prescott gets little credit for driving None his at team ninety-eight all. yards at all. for the win. <clears throat> like, where touchdown. were you? Where have you been? Yeah. That's what everyone what have you wants done to know. For me? Why did you have to wait this long? <laughs> and you know the weird thing that I think got overlooked. He accounted for ninety-four of the ninety-eight yards. That's correct. Ninety-one passing or, or uh, seventy-nine passing and fifteen running. The touchdown run was the only thing that he had nothing to do with. Yeah. Other than the handoff. Other than he knew he was handing the ball to Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott. He told me, and everybody else knew it too. I don't yes, understand what, right? the, what the Texans were doing. It was like it was like it was like Dak. Dak said in the huddle, he goes, uh, you know. Offensive line, just do your job because Zeke will run through all the rest yes, of them. Yes, he will. And handed in for a touchdown, which, by the way, it was a note uh, the Cowboys PR department came up with. It's the sixth straight game he's had a rushing touchdown, and only two other guys in Cowboy history have had at least six consecutive games with a rushing touchdown. Emmitt Smith. And their names happen to be Tony and Emmett. There you go. And I think they're both in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> At least the ring of honor. And you knew when they were going to hand him that ball that he's getting yeah. He's not getting denied like he did on the goal line earlier in the, what was it, the third quarter? Yes. On the fourth and goal at the one. And he ended up losing a yard because the offensive line just collapsed. What the heck, man? Yeah. I mean, when you look at that, the difference in those two plays, uh, I don't know. Houston just, they just, they seem to be playing pass, right? It just seems like they, they had a lot of gaps just from the, the, the alignment, from the alignment, uh, the, the pre-snap alignment. There were still holes in there on the defensive line. It looked as if they were waiting on a trick play. Well, and they did get the pass on second down yes. to Gallup, and it looked like it was a touchdown until you kind of saw the replay and he didn't get his second foot mm-hmm. down. Uh, I thought it was – a blindside hit. I thought the guy was going to get penalized right. for it, right? <laughs> but I guess if you break up a touchdown pass, you, you know. No, get no, you got to give him love on that. Yeah. And, and I, I was really hoping that that was going to be the end of it, mm-hmm. you know, meaning just catch the ball and then, you know, let's right. get out of here, you know, and let the defense come and do their jobs. But uh, I heard someone complaining about that pass. I'm like, look, man, you know, <laughs> just catch the ball. 
You know, I'm going to throw the ball. You catch the ball, we'll yeah. all be good. I mean, and I know Gallup's not complaining. I mean, in regards right. to, you know, those pundits out there uh, that's complaining about everything Dak. But, you know, he almost had it the whole way. He just didn't get the other foot down because when he fell, he still had it. He still had and it. It was, it, it was ugly. And then, Right? It was kind of. <laughs> it was in between biceps. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and then it, it came out. Mm-hmm. I mean. They gave the other catch to the Texans on the one that McCarthy challenged mm-hmm. when the ball, you saw it, squirt out, and then, you know, and it was like, no, it was a catch. Right. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Even that D- Dean Blandino, the Cowboys' bane of a replay <laughs> guy, said it was incomplete, Yeah. right? And so at post-game interview, I asked, I asked McCarthy, I said, so, because he brought up the you know, the, the challenge. Mm-hmm. And then I said, so what did they tell you? He said, they decided in New York. So it wasn't even the crew. Right. They decided in New York. Well, they had another contract. The, uh, the fumble. They called a fumble on the uh, pass attempt from Dak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I believe you, the guy that you just mentioned uh, thought that it was a, an incomplete pass. Right. And he thought that was pretty obvious. But they chose to go with a fumble, and then here we go. We love to compound our mistakes, don't we? Yeah. We just no, no, man. You you didn't mess up enough. I, I'm gonna go ahead and mess up some over here, <laughs> you know, just so we can balance that out. And here you go. Uh, I think we threw an interception. Dak throws an interception after that. Yes. Which is like I don't know what the heck was going on with that. Well, he got. Was that the second? Yes. That he got his arm hit. It was his arm hit. That's why okay. ball wasn't in there for that last series. <laughs> hey man, the guy's doing his best. He just got in the game, right? Well, you know that's the other thing. Uh, you know when he had to go in, uh, I went back and looked. So this is his first year to play, right? Mm-hmm. He was on basically injured reserve uh, his rookie year. Uh, he had 11 offensive snaps this season so mm-hmm. far, and none of them were in significant playing right. time. Uh, so that was his first extended, you know, stretch to mm-hmm. play in the NFL. Did he struggle? Yeah, he did. And give him credit for saying, okay, <laughs> Jason Peters, get your 40-year-old butt in there. Because I can't handle it right and now. E- and, even, and even if you haven't played right tackle from since 2005, by the way, right. he came in and Jeez. did a decent— 2005? 2005. 2005. That's, that's what he said. Think about that. That's how long he's been we, we, playing. We look at that as ancient history right now. This is his know? 18th year. If someone said, man, this is the first time this has happened since 2005, like, man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. And he's still – he's part of that. And he's still playing. That's crazy. Um, so – and came in and did a decent job. And by the way, the Cowboys haven't made this official, but I was told after the game that Terrence Steele tore his he's out ACL for the season. and yes. MCL. Yes. So he's done for the season. So that's a discussion for tomorrow probably. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they're going to have to decide what they're going to do at uh, right tackle. But they had to overcome that. Uh, the fact that Kelvin Joseph was starting, so two of their top three corners were out, and yep. for three plays, all three of them were out because <laughs> Diggs uh, had to leave With his, was it his momentarily thumb? a thumb or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, you don't need to have a thumb to cover. Now you might not oh, be no, able to you catch. You do not, <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. Where's he going? Yeah, right. you don't need a hand to cover. Let's <laughs> let's just get. You know, back in the day, we would, you know, we tape ourselves up. But now things right. are just much more serious. You're talking about a lot more money is involved with everything. So I can't just go over there and, and do my thumb or my finger like I did. You know, second year in the league, you just right. you just can't do that. Or sit there and pull it out, yeah. Okay, right, okay. right. No, they don't, they will not let you do that because, of course, we make it worse. That time when Gogan did that for Aikman in the puddle, <laughs> just, just pull it. And it's like, oh my god. They also, by the way, along the way, lost Jonathan Hankins, and the reason he was active and Chauncey Golston wasn't was for the run game, yeah. and they lost him and Jake well, Ferguson with in concussion protocol. What's, what's going on? I think his was a neck, I believe. Ah. So we'll see where that one goes. Uh, so they lose one of their big run stoppers. Um, the Texans came in here and did some damage, man. Yeah, they did. Golly. And almost won the game. Yeah. And, and think about it. You won a game when you had three turnovers. You were minus two in the turnover differential. I don't – and I kind of understand, you know, they Turpin loses his first fumble – but again, there was a there. Here's what happened there, and this is what happens when you have injuries. So, because Anthony Brown's not in there, Kelvin Joseph is starting at at cornerback, so he's not on special teams, and they had somebody else as the holdup guy on the gunner on that punt, and he missed his block. Yeah. And you saw you, the guy. You know, we talked about that last week, right? right? That, about yeah. how all of that can snowball, right? Yeah. And, and and the guy he missed was standing right. I mean, he was smelling Turpin's neck. Yeah. He was behind him. He he was so open, and, and so I'm sure he got distracted. So, uh, you have you have the fumble leads to an easy touchdown. Um, Joseph on the first deep ball gives up a 36 yard completion that led to a field goal. Uh, Dak tried to fit one into a tight situation, uh, 29 uh, on the defense, tipped it, and then uh, Stewart, MJ Stewart, and then one of his two interceptions. Yeah, and then tipped off of Noah Brown's hands, and that ended up. uh, being the first interception. That led to an easy touchdown. And and the guy. It's almost like he was going this way and just kind of just threw his hands up. Right. And was able to barely. Touch it. Right. And, and then it was a little bit behind Brown. But right. He got his hands on it, but it ended up being uh, an interception. When you have a ball thrown that hard, that closely, and then someone tips it and changes the trajectory, it makes a big difference when it's that fast. And so they get the ball to 27, end up scoring a touchdown. And then maybe the, the – and this one was on the Cowboys, but after they kicked the field goal, uh, they allowed Houston – in the final 40 seconds of the half to drive for the field goal to take a 2017 lead at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all those things took place, and yet they somehow stopped Houston for a field goal in the second half and end up winning the game. There were a couple of drops. Yes. Big drops as well. But that don't count. That's Dak's fault. Oh, I'm sorry. He, yeah. th- he throws the ball too hard. Well, that's not what <laughs> that's, that's not what uh, what our tight end said. I mean, man, he's he's so reliable, and of course, we targeted him ten times. He, yeah. he did a good job, uh, but you know, those veterans they take it hard when they let their quarterbacks down. Yeah, 
And, of course, Dak feels bad anytime he throws an interception. And, you know, they, they sit on the sidelines and, and you wonder what what's, on, what's their mindset. You know, do they think they're defeated or do they think uh, – do they get more resolve? Right. You know, and, and I like in this game the answer was more resolve. You know, you had players that just refused to just let this fiasco continue. And once again, I keep comparing it to last year. Even with this game and this inconsistency with the youth of this team, I still see a team that last year, this would have been totally different. We would have folded. We would not have done a good job. Matter of fact, we probably could see ourselves losing by a couple of scores Yeah, just last year. But this team making the play when you have to. Didn't I see D-Law make a, uh, more than uh, one play? Well, he made this guy's having a heck of a season. tackle for a loss on that, on the, I believe it was on the goal line stand, if I remember. He is having a hell of a year, and he's being overshadowed by a hell of a player in Michael Parsons. Right, and he had, he had the tackle. It was third and goal at the one, and mm-hmm. he dropped Burkhead for a minus Come two. Come on, that was huge. Yeah. That was huge. I mean, we could have easily just laid down like we did on the other two scores. Right, absolutely. And we refused to do that. And then I, I believe that that kind of spurred Dak on uh, to, to do things that he had to do, which was unusual, such as running the ball, uh, being more creative uh, outside the pocket. Uh, that's where, that's where the, the talent of a good quarterback comes through, is how you improvise. And, and he- that, that improvisation led to – uh, a beautiful drive. Despite, you know, whatever happened, and, and I knew what they – I mean, you could see what they were doing in the passing game. They were basically playing everybody at quarters and then dropping the linebackers. Yeah. And so now you had to get it over the linebacker. Mm-hmm. But that before, all, that's always the And way, it's yeah. tough. Uh, and you know why it's tough? Because, once again, we are not throwing deep enough to threaten anyone. That's going to be a problem, Spags. We have not done it. I haven't seen Turpin in the game. I don't care who you are. We went. We actually went for Brown right. last week, which is great. But it, we just need to be more consistent and take strategic shots. I don't mean just throwing the ball deep and then getting it intercepted. I mean strategic deep passes that defenses have to be prepared for in the future. And if we don't show that to them, thank God we're running the ball well. Thank God we're running the ball well because right. if we continue to just show the same status quo in regards to the depth of our routes, all teams are going to play us the way they play the way the Texans played us yesterday, and that's a problem. We always we've overcome it. They're not, they're not the only ones to do it this year, right? But better teams are going to do it, and it's going to be a problem. And I don't know if they had Washington on a pitch count, but he only got like eleven snaps. Mm-hmm. I don't think he played this. I didn't remember seeing him in there the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had the one slant that the guy broke up with a hit. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good hit on, on him. But, yeah, he's the guy you'd like to see. But you were talking about, you know, the confidence and everything. Um, so after the game, we were sitting there talking with Schultz. And it's like, so, you know, what went on in the huddle? You're sitting in the – End zone, you got 98 <laughs> yards to go, right? I guess the one in 10 team, one ten yeah, and one. one ten and one team. <laughs> and he said, Zach came into the huddle. Zach came into the huddle. He said with Zach. A big, I, wanted, I wanted to say I didn't say Dak. Yeah. It was Zach Martin. He said he came into the huddle with a big smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do it. And uh, 
by golly, they, they certainly got it done. And Schultz ended up making the big catch. Yes, he did. On that drive, too. So uh, we'll continue here on Mick Shots on a victorious oh, Monday morning with the Cowboys 10-3 and three and still two games behind the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC East. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, or go to capepostcompany.com as we continue here on <clears throat> Mick Shots without Bill Jones talking about the Cowboys winning the Texas State Championship <laughs> over those Houston Texans. Speaking of something without, this is a different game for us to win. Um, no sacks. I know. I was getting ready to No sacks. That, that team had been sacked 33 times. <laughs> the team that had 48 to lead the league came up with the first zero of the season. Is that crazy? Yeah. The first zero of the season. They've had sacks. Come on, man. This game. is a weird year, period. It's, I mean, but at the same time, you have to look at how the defense still played well. 
and they still were critical in, in, the, in helping us win this game. Yeah. The tackles for losses. You could consider those sacks because they were huge. You could consider those as sacks. They had the same uh, momentum. They gave us the same momentum that a sack would give you. Uh, well, we got one interception. You know, it was a – That was the hell, man. Yeah, the hell, man. <laughs> it was just that fun they to fought, watch. Yeah. That they fought over. I can't believe Diggs gave that one up. I think he felt sorry for him. Like, okay, man, this is – yeah. He, he was still tweeting out something. <laughs> told me that I, it was mine. <laughs> I think he let him have it, man. I mean, come on. Not only that, uh, not not many turnovers, but you know, you saw a team even with the interceptions that was still able to win with the drive. We haven't had a a game winning drive like that since what? When was the last time we've done that? You know, to where it really counts. Well, that's his 18th. Yeah. Which in his he, career. He hadn't had that many this, in his last couple of years. Well, if you're ahead, you don't need them. That's right. When you're winning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and only Tony Romo has more. Romo leads with 24 career kind of game-winning drives like that. So, look. And both you, of them probably put themselves in that situation. And I get, Yeah, and I and I get it. They, they gave up 23 points, the defense. That was the second Finally most. Finally over 20 points. The, the second most Houston has scored this season. The other time, they scored 24. So they were only averaging like 15-point change over the season. But, again, it took the Texans to get 114 yards rushing, 37 carries. So they ended up averaging Mm 3.1. The carries that hurt them was them coming in with Jeff Driscoll, of all people, to run the football. Yes. And he had seven carries for 36 yards. Because otherwise, everybody was worried about Pierce. And, okay, he he got him on a couple runs. He had a 24-yarder. But he had 22 carries for 78 yards. Mm -hmm. So it's three and a half a carry. When it came to total yards, they held Houston to 327 yards. So, yeah, that's pretty good. The problem with that is the offense is giving them too many opportunities to have the ball. Exactly. That's the problem. So if you can stop with the turnovers, then you won't have nearly as many rushing attempts, therefore less fewer rushing yards, and they won't be able to move the chain as much. So, yeah, you have to kind of look at the offense in regards to putting the defense in those precarious situations. Two of them, well, the punt, the uh, the, uh, fumble. He fumbled the, the punt phone. Yeah. But when you start talking about the other the other defensive plays, those were plays that that they inherited. Those they they didn't cause these problems. They inherited these problems from the offense. So when a team plays offense like Houston was, and we saw them almost the same blueprint that the Colts played, mm-hmm. right? Trying to protect their quarterback. Mm-hmm. How frustrating is that for the defense <laughs> to? The guy's always rolling out the run options, and 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 they're just kind of picking away at you. Yeah, that's got to get a remnants of uh, Randall Cunningham. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to get outside the pocket and to create havoc. Uh, and I think not as dynamic as that, but it's as irritating because he's you know they were barely picking things up. They were they were just being uh, irritating and, and moving the chains, and they didn't allow us to get into the mode that we want to get into which was keeping them third and real long, you know, second and real long. We never right. put them into that position consistently enough to where they had to panic to get a third down. So we played right into their hands in regards to giving them the best, 
making their game plan successful. So, you know, this is the things that, that scares us all the time. Right. And, you know, we were teasing last week. Bill comes in talking about how bad they are and how this is going to be an easy win. And then we all joked about that. So the, the, the thing that you have here is youth. I'm just sorry. You still have the youth that you have to deal with. And you have an intricate offense that if it's not, if all details are not adhered to, then you're going to have a problem. That's why I always talk about this, Spags. There are some games where you're just going to have to say, screw the game plan. You got to man up with these guys. And I think they did that only on the last drive. The last drive. Because you know what? They ended up with 400 yards offense. Yes. 404. They converted 53% of their third downs, 8 for 15. Uh, but when you drive like they did the one time and you leave the ball at the one-yard line. That's right. That's, that's a turnover. Right? That's one turnover. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. That's my and well that's, my, that's a turnover. Then you got two interceptions. That's three turnovers. Right. And right the there. fumble, so almost Come on. four. Come right? on. And you've given them short yardage because you held them to 327 total yards. That's right. You you say, okay, I'll live with that. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, they average five yards a play. You'll live with that. People got to remember, I don't care how sorry you are. These are professional grown men, and they're not going to lay down for you, okay? They're not going to lay down for their fans. They have a sense of pride, and especially if you keep opening the door for them. Right. If you don't close the door, they're like, okay, man, I've been giving you a shot here. You tried to close this door three times. It's not closing. We're going to step through and do what we're supposed to do. These are professional people playing ball here. They just happen to be going through a bad stretch for that city of Houston. But when don't just come in here and thinking, we can't just keep thinking like this is a college team or this is a high school team that can't wait to, you know, go out on Friday night after the game is over. No, these are grown men that have to feed their families. And they have to they have a reputation to uphold. So don't think that you're gonna just keep laying the ball on the ground and they're not gonna pick it up. And as I like to say, the more games you lose in a row, the closer you are to winning. And yeah. they had lost seven straight. Yeah. You would think, okay, one's going to land in their lap. And we didn't want to. It's you. We already right? gave Green Bay that opening. Right. Yeah, so we didn't want to do that to this time. And actually, they gave Tampa Bay that <laughs> opening in the first game of the season, although they hadn't lost yet. And again, in this league, it's not easy to win four consecutive games. Mm-hmm. And this was the fourth consecutive game. And so sometimes the percentages do catch up with you, but they were good enough to overcome all those uh, percentages. A win is a win is a win. win, Right? That's right. And I I figured out that was the first time Dak won a game with that low of a quarterback rating. His quarterback rating ended up being Mm 70.9. That usually means a loss. Yeah. And somehow they were able to figure out how to uh, win the game. And you thank the defense for that. And really, yeah, because it could have been worse, right? right. Some of those drives, they, you know, they held to a field goal. If they score down there, it's, it's what, 30-20. Yeah. If they score a touchdown, it's 30-20. It's over. It's over. Because there, <laughs> there's only three and change left in the game, yeah. right? And there's no way that you're, you're going to score 10. So, yeah. That's a good uh, team win. But, again, the defense – uh, helps out. And, and one of the things I think also got lost in the shuffle was Brett Meyer hit another 50-yard field goal, 53 clutch. yards, right? Yes. To cut the lead clutch. to just three. 
Um, you know, and you're, you're sitting there at some point, he's going to miss one of those, right? Maybe that 46-yarder the other day. He missed The other game he yeah. misses. Like, yes. Get that out of your Get it system. out of the way. That's right. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll see where we go from there. All right. Well, we'll continue here talking Cowboys on Mix Shots on DallasCowboys.com in a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, to Mick Shots. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboys Holiday Youth Camps presented by Invisalign. Register for one-day football and dance academy caps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. Limited spaces remain. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy as we continue on here on Mix Shots on a Monday afternoon. Kind of rainy, drizzly, chilly day. Here An ugly day. In Frisco, Boy, just think Texas. we would have lost. It have been even yeah. uglier. <laughs> but they won. They get to 10-3. and three. They still remain... Uh, two games behind the Eagles. Jacksonville is up next, and the Cowboys definitely need to win that. To See, make this, this, this game, I was just going to tell you about that. This, this Jacksonville game, it makes me even more nervous now. Right. Because, you know, we, when we do our picks to click, <clears throat> I'm always kind of cautious because I keep thinking we're going to go back and regress the way we did this particular game, okay? Right. And we did that. We regressed. And so when you're talking about going on the road to a dangerous, talented team, 
It, no team lacks for talent in this league, all right? It, they just lack some direction. I don't want them finding their way by going <laughs> against, <laughs> against you, the right? Cowboys, okay? And when you have a team like that coming, on, uh, coming into your stadium, after playing the way we just played, you know that they're licking their chops at the things that they see that they can do. This game gave Jacksonville even more hope that they can beat the Cowboys. Well, and they gave themselves hope because even though they are 5-8, and eight, they beat Tennessee 36-22. to 22. What is going on with Tennessee? And they were on the road. Tennessee was home. Yes. 36-22. Uh, and, and, and that, yeah, that's typical because, yeah, that's – that's pretty much how Tennessee played. It wasn't like it was closer than that or, you know, could have been better. No, that's pretty much. The score d- depicts and they've how badly lost, they played. And they've lost two straight because they were terrible. Last Tennessee was terrible last week. I don't know. So those guys. now you, you've got to win this game to ensure that Christmas Eve against the Eagles is important. Right. Because if you end up three games down with three to go, you probably don't like your odds Mm-mm. if you're three games back. So – uh, yeah. Uh, this is also an opportunity to show that they can win on the road. Right. To, to show that they can be consistent on the road. Because if things keep going the way they're going, they're going to have a lot of tough tests in the playoffs on the road. Right. Well, that's a, that's a good point. And, and you know, you got to be able to play well on the road. And they've been known to go to Jacksonville mm-hmm. and struggle. Right. Heck, they've been known to struggle against. Everybody Houston. struggles in Jacksonville. Actually, I mean, it's you know, it's just they're, they're a talented team with a quarterback who can show amazing accuracy at times. And regardless of whatever their situation is, they play with a lot of youth and and enthusiasm. And and if you can do that, you know that Jacksonville is nothing but a college town anyway. Right. Next thing you know, you're sitting up here in the college atmosphere and wondering, man. I feel like I'm back at Grambling State getting my butt kicked. And that can happen. It can happen. So you'll be glad to know they're 3-3 three and three at home, 2-5 mm-hmm. and five on the road. Does, does not make me feel better. All right. <laughs> uh, they are 3-6 and six playing out of their division. Mm-hmm. They're 4-7 and seven playing outdoors. They've got an outdoor stadium, right? <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I, I just had all of with all of that that they have us exactly where they want us. Okay, having said all of that, but they're three and two in November and December. Mm-hmm. How about that? So uh, yeah, so you got to okay. So the big question will be, what do the Cowboys do at right tackle? Mm-hmm. Um, Thank God for Tyron Smith. Well, I'm thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if he's ready to go. You know, sixty plays in that uh, Florida heat, yeah, or whatever. It <laughs> it's going to be hot. Being. It's going to be hot. Because I think their thought was, okay, this next game, you know, maybe get them a series in the first half, series in the second half, and then for Philadelphia, bring them in. Yeah, um, because they did get uh, a series with Peters and and moving to left tackle mm-hmm. and Tyler Smith to left guard. But that that little experiment might be over with. I mean, I don't know if you say, all right, Tyron, you're the right tackle. Right. Uh, or they go with Peters and Tyron's the backup for a game. Um, but it sure sounded like their intention that was sounds to play like, That Tyron sounds like Smith. the way they might go. And maybe for one game, yeah. and then get him in there some, 
and then maybe for Philadelphia, you say, okay, you're the right tackle. Because I don't know that you want to move the rookie to right tackle. I don't know how difficult that is. I've heard Zach Martin talk about it's easier to go to a different position, like than a different side. Guard to tackle than yeah. changing sides. Right. Um, so we we talked about that in training camp. Uh, I, you know, as a cornerback, you know, I know I did it. I know several people have done this. You've got safeties that have moved down to the slot, you know, Darren Woodson, and played very well. Uh, you know, I don't think don't, – don't put it past anyone until you ask them to do it. I think, you know, these guys are pros, man. Right. You know, he's, he's a competitor. Put him over there. If that's what you need to do, put him over there. And let's let's work. I mean, we, you know, let's be like the Ravens. I mean, I, I always bring them up in regards to their, you know, uh, tenacity and, and and how they try to overcome uh, deficits. You know, you put they put in three quarterbacks or two quarterbacks this weekend. I mean, man, let's just do this. Let's not overcomplicate things. We know what we have over here. We know we have a talent over here. Let's not put them in a precarious situation. Okay, let's call the plays that need to be called. Let's keep it simple, and and uh, let's see where we go from there. Because, you know, if you, I mean, if you want to, you know, as much as they've been concentrating on, you know, they ran the ball 31 times, mm-hmm. um, 127 yards, by the way. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know, run blocking on the right side, that much different than the It can't be. Right? <laughs> it just can't be. And as big as Tyron is and strong, uh, you know, yeah, put him over there. But I... I, I just wonder in the back of their minds, they're like at least for this coming game, mm-hmm. do you not, you know, want to play him that many? How snaps? much emphasis do you put on winning the game versus protecting your players? Right. You know, not putting them in, in these. And maybe they give them more snaps than they would have, but not that many more. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's Peters and him over there. Uh, but then somebody's got to take some snaps also to be the backup left tackle. Um, see, and that's what happens when you lose somebody. It's not the first guy you play, no. it's now what do I what do it's I have domino effect. behind him? Mm-hmm. Just like we talked about with Kelvin Joseph, that's right. because you know if if uh, if if Diggs couldn't come back, Nashawn Wright's in the starting lineup. That's right, and now you have. Whoever replaces Nashawn Wright on special teams, right, you know, has to do something because different. he came in to replace Kelvin Joseph on that's special right. teams. Um, and then you're always another injury away from, okay, now who's next up at corner? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and um, the, the, I, had, I had asked last week, just out of curiosity, like Mukwamu, before they moved him to safety, they drafted He was a corner. Okay. And I, and I said, so have they any chance? And he goes, well, they haven't asked me to go over there mm-hmm. and do anything. So. I don't know who else among the safeties would be capable of playing corner. Um, you can only you got to put them in there to find out, Spags. It might. I mean, it might be. Well, and they now they got the two guys on on the practice squad: mm-hmm. Sheffield and McKenzie Ale- uh, McKenzie Alexander. Yeah. Alexander, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of those guys may have to be active. You might have to elevate one. And they'll just be playing special teams. Right. So that's great. Get him in there, play special teams. He can get accustomed to playing again and moving around. And that's all great. Just know what you're doing on special teams. This guy was a – he was drafted high. 
yeah. as a cornerback. He should have the ability and intellect to go in there and play special teams. You know, I, I tease about how weird special teams people are. I don't want to. <laughs> but sometimes they are special. They're, they're a different sure, breed, right? I'm pretty sure he can be special above special on right. special teams. Yeah, and see, yeah. and that's what you know what happens when you lose starting guys. It's it's like you said, it is the snowball effect. Now, to Joseph's credit, he yeah. did give up the early deep pass, but after that, you know, he came back and made a play he on sure third did. down. That was big. Broke it up. That was big. That was a huge third down uh, play, and see, and that's what I was gonna you know end this up with. We got to be we we have to feel good about this win. Because it was a win, you know we can't we can't sit up here and you know uh, we always want to say that we're at that that pinnacle mm-hmm. as a team right now. Well, they keep trying to tell us that they're not. They they're doing their best to show us that they're not at their pinnacle yet, and that's good because right we've got four games to ramp up to being at our pinnacle. We're not there yet, but our, our timing needs to be good, like Cincinnati's timing last year. Your timing needs to be good enough to where you are getting at your peak at the right time. And we are not at our peak. Right. They're still got things to clean up. That's and, right. And I remember Landry talking about um, you want to streak into the playoffs. Not kind of not limp into limp it. in there, right? <laughs> That's why I always had problems with laying down for that last game of the season. Yeah. If you got things clinched, you don't yeah. want to get guys hurt. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in this game, momentum just means a lot. It really does. Like you think of the think of the Giants, that that Manning team. Well, they nine and seven. Yeah, and they they go on to beat what people thought was one of the best teams in history with the Patriots and uh, Randy Moss, right? Uh, he, he, that was the was that that was an 07 that was their I first I get two of them that I get the, the both two, of them confused maybe it was both the 2000 season. unusual yeah because they were they were the wild card team mm-hmm. all the way through playing right. playing uh, on the they road they beat Green Bay I mean they beat Green Bay with Brett Favre right and that started them going all the way up so we didn't review our picks to click. Did we get we anything? We do not want to know. Let me don't, see. We don't want, <laughs> we don't want to do nah, that. No, I want something curious. Oh, okay, time's ah. up. <laughs> I know we didn't get the scores oh, right because we all, we all. No, no, the score was horrible. We all held the Texans I had Wilson, 13 points. I, I had Wilson getting an interception. Yeah, you had Dak and Bill had CD. Now, none of them really. Well, I get Dak for the f- for the drive. drive. You get, maybe Bill gets CD for that. That big catch, you know, to start things off. Oh yeah, got the huge hit. He got he got smashed, and he held on to that thing. That's the CD I like. Right. He got smashed, and he he got up and looked at that guy like, "Hey man, why you hit me so hard?" That's what I like about him. And of course, Wilson did okay, but gave up a touchdown and no interceptions. He forced the fumble. He did. He did. You know, and that was that was kind of a weird defensive scheme because they motioned. Uh, 19 was it, is it more? Um, they motioned him to that side, mm-hmm. and Bland they left Bland on the right side, and then had your safety man to man against the wide receiver. Yeah. Um, and I'd still like to. I I never got a good look to see if want... that guy stepped out of bounds before he caught the ball. Uh huh. Because that's what they were looking at. Right. And that's what they challenged. That's okay. They can challenge all they want. Or no, they didn't challenge it. Um, 
because that's a penalty and you can't challenge a penalty. Oh, we cannot we cannot leave this program without talking about LVE. Oh my. That guy balled. 14 balled tackles. Out. And I and it wasn't just the numbers. Right? I saw him stepping up into the hole just like I was bragging about the Giants linebackers. He 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 was stepping in. I saw him step in twice to make big stops. And I, I'm once again not going around blockers, but he almost did a, the Sean Lee thing. He was in there. He knew what was going on. He did the, the oh. like D Law. Yeah, he knew what was happening before they snapped the ball. Demarcus Lawrence does that all the time. And I saw Van Der Esch doing that as well in this game. I had never seen him play like that since his rookie year. And you know what? He was sick. Remember, he didn't practice on. Um, I, hope, I hope his parents are still in town. Tell him, hey, because uh, I, I, yeah, saw we the, saw him. That's we right. saw him this weekend. Yeah. They should be very proud of that son. I, and you know what? And what Everson's referring to when we were talking with Star Sports Tour and answering questions, and um, it was like, yeah, Vanderesh didn't practice. They're listing him as questionable with <laughs> illness, and I said. He's a linebacker. He's yeah, playing. He's playing. And mom and daddy are here, too? Uh, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> That's right. And he played, by the way. That was a pretty uh, good performance. Nine tackles. Uh, for, for nine solo. Five, five nine assi- solo. Yeah, nine solos, yeah. five assisted, and he also had the one tackle for a loss. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that was the pick to click that. No. That was the that's what that's a pick to no quit one right picked. there. <laughs> yeah, obviously. All right, we're out of time here on Cowboy uh, Cowboys uh, mix shots, and we will not be here. We will tomorrow. not be here tomorrow. We have some holiday festivities going on, and. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday. We probably ought to let Bill remind hey, him. Remind me. No call, show. Call, call me Yeah, on don't Wednesday. be showing up here. For <laughs> <laughs> Everson has a, pro- a propensity to show up when there's no show. All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you uh, on Wednesday for the next edition of Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!